What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And we've got another good one for you today. We've got a B.O.Dub show. What are we getting into today, man? Dude, yeah, we're coming in with uh, Marvel and um, getting into some Daredevil, man. No Fear by uh, Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked about this one. It's been a while since we got to spend some time in in Marvel land. And uh, this is our boy, dude. Chip's been tearing things up. I've loved what he's done on Batman. So I'm stoked to dive into what he's been doing with Daredevil here. Yeah, dude, I was pumped to read this one. Yeah, dude, me too. How was your week, though, man? It was challenging this week, to say the least. Um, those of you who, I mean, I'm sure everybody's gone through their bout of car troubles and car oh, issues. Man. And um, this week has been uh, tough, man. I've had some some car issues. My car's been in the shop all week. So my wife has been my chauffeur. So um, thanks, honey. Yeah, it's been rough, man. I didn't realize, like, I, I guess this is... Um, Having one vehicle with both of us and with all the kids, how much stuff they're, you know, all their sports and camps they're doing right now. And um, then, you know, my work is like 20, 25 minutes away, opposite direction of like where all the kids stuff is going on, you know. Oh and so it's just been a little bit of a of a challenge, um, but I made it. You know what I could see you, what I could see you doing, bro? Tell me. I could see you on a Vespa. Dude, I tried talking my wife into getting a motorcycle or something like that. And just, we live in too big of a city and it can be a little dangerous out there in the roads. And I'm glad she's dissuaded you of that. I'm glad. But um, with all the complications we had, I still was able to make it to my local shop this week on a Wednesday, which was nice. And Did you, um, did you get a ride over there? You know what? I actually was able to take the car myself. Look at you. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that was cool. I was able to pick some stuff up. I didn't get a ton of reading in, but I picked up some cool ones. Uh, Noctera, issue 11, the, the final uh, issue of the arc. So I can't wait to read that one. Um, I picked up this cover. I know You picked this up too, didn't you? Yeah, I got it. Dude, what do you think Watch about this cover today? Yeah, that's rad. I think it's C. Um, I think it's cover C. Yeah, that's a, that's a little uh, that's a little giveaway though. Is it? Yeah, bro. It's a little giveaway. All right. Well, don't tell me. I'm super psyched to can get you, into this one this weekend. You, can you get any ideas of what's going on there? It kind of looks like it might be Emery. Emery, huh? You think it, or or maybe, yeah. Oh, no. Dude, is is this Val? Because that's like her helmet she wears. Yeah. Wow. What's going on with it? What's going on with her there? Yeah, I know. So there's, it's, um, I'm pretty stoked to see how this arc ends. So we'll see. Dude, I can't wait for you to get to the final page. Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm pumped to read this one. This one I've been, uh, looking forward to for a while. Cause I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. It seemed like these issues were like spread out further and further apart, you know? Yeah. So, um, this one, I hope it wraps up and ends on a, on a strong note thought it ended pretty strong i can't wait to talk to you about it yeah don't tell me because i haven't read it yet and then um i think this came out last week but i picked it up uh wednesday um it is from image and it's uh do a power bomb dude have you read that one yet i have not read this one either but i'm stoked to read it i'm just gonna tell you this what you're not gonna expect is the emotional journey that a wrestling comic is gonna throw you into like it's, it's, it, I almost shed a tear, dude, like in the really? first six or seven pages. Like, it just hits you. Well, you know what? The reason I picked this one up, because this brought me back to like, dude, me, we're, me, you, and a couple of our buddies. Oh, no. We you're all bring that up. Dude, we all met like 
the summer from like going into to our freshman year in high school, right? And we all loved wrestling, bro. That that was like the when wrestling was in its prime. Stone Cold, baby, dude. Stone Cold Steve Austin was rolling around like mankind. Um, yeah. And uh, dude, we dabbled in some backyard wrestling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we got hardcore into it, dude. I always think the craziest thing is whenever we do it at my house, my mom <laughs> was videotaping us. <laughs> dude, your mom was such a good sport, bro. We were banging each other over the head with chairs and jumping off the roof into the pool. Like, I don't even know what she was thinking. Uh, so that's kind of why I picked this one up. Because um, at first I was like, eh, I don't know. I'm not really that into wrestling anymore. And I was like, I don't know how much I'll be into reading about wrestling. But I was like, you know what? This might be bring back some old memories. And my son yeah. likes to wrestle me up all the time. And like, I'll get him on the bed and power bomb him under the bed, you know, like, <laughs> so I'm stoked to get into this one though. I did read a lot of good things about it. It's getting a lot of good reviews. And um, so I can't yeah, wait to read this one. It's kind of interesting too, because there's like a supernatural element at the end, which I didn't see coming, but oh. it seems like it's going to be a wild ride. All right. Well, very interesting. I'm stoked to read it. Hopefully I can get into that one this weekend. And then the last one I picked up is another Zadarsky book. Um, yeah. His uh, sixth issue of uh, Batman the Night. And um, I've been really loving this run. So yep. I'll get into that too. And then um, I did read Slumber Issue 4 this week. What'd you think, man? I got into that as well. Dude, Stetson's got some uh, got some trouble on her hands, man, with uh, yeah. everything she got going on. The um, wh- What's it called? Uh, Val- Valkyra? Yeah. Or Val- yeah, what I Valkyra, something like that. Yeah, Val- she pulled a yeah. fast one on old Stetson, man. Yeah, dude. And I thought it was cool that we got to learn exactly why, well, at least at this point, why it seems Valkyria is coming after her. Because that dude at the end of this issue is like, you've killed enough of our kind. Yeah, that dude was crazy, and- too. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but dude, when she's losing her mind in the lobby of the hospital freaking nuts man he almost like can't um differentiate the uh is that is that the right word yeah diff i'm not gonna say it right but yes that is the right word like um the real world and the dream world yeah she's like they're bleeding into each other at this point for her man and i thought it was pretty cool because she's like looking around the hospital and she has to just continue to remind herself like okay this is not real She's losing her mind, though, a little bit outside of that, too. Like, yeah. she's throwing caution to the wind to get this, uh, you know, Valkyra. Valkyra, Valkyra yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna- no, for sure. Because, like, she starts shooting everybody in the neck with this dark gun she has. Like, she I shoots know. that other cop in the neck. She shoots this dude's fiance or wife. And, uh, yeah, she's starting to get a little bit out of hand, man. It's um, getting a little crazy. Yeah, dude. I still, I'm loving it, dude. The artwork's still great. When she goes into her closet of stuff that she's like taken from Dream Worlds and she pulls out that head dude, the dude that's just a head. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought it was so funny. He's like, I didn't see anything. He's like, I kept my eyes closed like a good boy. <laughs> yep. So funny. She has a crazy collection in this closet, though. That's for sure. Seriously. But, but um, they're just the, nuts, dude. Yeah. The Dream Worlds still continue to just be fun. Super cool. Like the imagination to, to, and the artwork is really fun. Dude, but this dude who she pulls the mask off of? Yeah, he was creepy. He creeped me out. Dude, and the way he talked, I was like, man, this guy needs to go. He's yeah. Creep. Yeah, he was for sure creepy, man. So, um, yeah, continues to, to be good. I, I'm continuing to enjoy this one. Definitely, if uh, you haven't read this one still early enough to go and pick these up, 
issue by issue. And um, yeah, super cool story. Yeah, I love it, dude. But what about you? What else did you get into this week? Dude, I had a pretty good week, man. I, I kind of crammed it all into a day, though, but I got a lot of reading in on that day. But one of the, th- I'll just jump right into my favorite of the week, dude, was this uh, The Lonesome Hunters by Tyler Crook. Yeah, how was that? I've been seeing that floating around on social media a lot. So this was right around the time when I, I like, I'm still, I just finished, I just started book three of Harry Potter, by the way. But I was like, you know, I really want to get into like a fantasy comic book. And so I just was like Googling it and I saw this was coming out and it's kind of like a a fantasy sort of story. And uh, so I just picked it up, didn't know anything about it, just was going to go out on a whim, you know? And uh, dude, it was fantastic, man seems like it's going to be this reluctant hero with a magical sword and this girl kind of on this journey. And it just was cool, dude. The art was super rad. The tone of it was just really, really cool. Fit the story really well. And Tyler Crook, he's doing the whole thing. So one man, one man thing. I just can't imagine the amount of time that takes. Dude, art, writing, everything has got to be insane. Right? So I really liked it, dude. I can't wait to keep up with this one. I just, and you know, it just has the benefit. I think so many things are benefited like this. Like I had no expectations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it just, it got to surprise me in the right ways. The art got to impact me in the right ways. And I just got, you know, sucked in. Good dude. Yeah. Like I said, I've been seeing that one floating around um, on social media. A lot of people posting about it. And um, that was one I did. I don't even know if I saw it at my shop or not, but if I did, I just kind of skipped over it, but I might have to check that one out. But this cover for issue two, Uh oh, whatever, whatever he's fighting. Yeah. Whatever. Something doesn't look like it's going his way right there. (laughs) No. (laughs) So just super cool, man. I'm I'm all in on it. I mean, this double page here of him in that town. Yeah, that is cool. And who, um, who published that one? Dark Horse. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So that one just that one left a mark. I really like that one. But then I got to also read Bloodstained Teeth. Continue, continue that uh, number three. And dude, this one's wild. So you remember the premise of this? He's got to go and take out all the all the people, people he turned. turned. Yeah, right. And dude, this one, this guy's nuts, dude. He purposefully gets himself into accidents, like car accidents, like gnarly ones. And when people come to save him, that's when he like take he bites them. And so he's got to go take this guy out. But this guy's a gnarly dude. And um, do the art on this, man. Look at this. Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. I love the coloring. That is cool. Well, good, dude. I'm glad you got a lot of uh, good reads in this week. Did, were you able to get in any shows? I know I watched uh, another. I think I'm, I have one episode left of uh, Obi-Wan, and then I'll be I'll be finished with it. But um, I still I really dig that show, man. I, I read some stuff online that some people didn't like it, but... I've been enjoying it. Have you ever, have you been able to start it yet or? No, man, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I didn't get in any TV. I was going to watch the third episode of Miss Marvel. Didn't get a chance. And then I heard the Umbrella Academy season three yeah, started. Yeah, I was going to watch that. But um, what, so Obi-Wan, dude, what are you thinking? It still continues to be good, man. Like, I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's entertaining. You know, it's, um, I, I enjoy it a lot better than I did the, the Boba Fett series. It, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't want to, I don't know if you're even ever going to watch it or get into it because oh. I know you already have a lot on your plate, but it, it's cool, man. I've heard mixed reviews, bro. Yeah. Like, he's, um, 
basically, uh, Princess Leia is real young, and she gets swooped up by these uh, by the Inquisitor or Inquisitors, and um, they're one of them is basically trying to find Obi Wan, and um, dude, Darth Vader is a beast in it. Like, I love him. It, it's it's pretty cool, dude. I can't wait till they square off again because the first time they met up, dude. Obi-Wan, did, he didn't want nothing to do with him. He was just trying to run, dude. He couldn't even face him. So, But hopefully I can finish that this weekend. I think I should have the time to do it. So, I'll get into it, but I got to watch Mando first, season two. Oh, I dive yeah. into the other No, stuff. for sure. You've got to finish that. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. So that'll be next. Well, dude, what do you say we uh, jump into a little Daredevil now, man? Get this going. Heck yeah, bro. I'm stoked to get into this one, dude. Zadarsky, dude. I had such high hopes from this because we just came off of doing Batman the Night. And uh, I was just like, I got it. I'm so stoked because I love that so much. Yeah, dude. I uh, am in the same boat. I have, when I was going into this, I definitely had high expectations just because I love Zadarsky lately. And um, I was stoked to read something else from him. And I heard Mm -hmm. a lot of good stuff about this. I mean, this started, uh, I think it came out in 2019 is when it started. I think there's almost like, I want to say like 40 issues, maybe close to 40 issues. I can't remember. Yeah. Now, so I think Ross or or Frank from Coffee in a Comic was telling me, uh, like, it's is it still ongoing? Because Devil's Reign. So like this ties into Devil's Reign and Zdarsky is doing that. I don't think I think this one ended and then Devil Devil's Reign picked up. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but this kind of like leads into that or something. Yeah, maybe. and I think it was Ross. I think it was Ross telling us about it. Was I could it? be wrong, but thanks, uh, Ross. Yeah, I was super stoked to get into this one, man. Um, so it's from Marvel, Chip Zdarsky. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce the artist. Yeah, dude, no problem. Let me just uh... <laughs> Chichetto, Marco Chichetto. Marco Cicchetto. I think we actually got that one. I was going to say that, but I was a little nervous. Yeah, Marco Cicchetto. And I like Clayton Clayton Cowell's letters, dude. I think uh, every time I see Clayton Cowell's doing lettering, I know I'm going to enjoy him. So, yeah. And he did a great job. But yeah, overall, um, super awesome book. I'll kind of give it an overview and then we'll kind of just jump into it. Um, uh, I think this covers issues uh, one through five. It kind of starts off with Daredevil... um, he from the previous, I think it was Charles Soul run, correct? Yeah, I believe so. So he was um, hit by a truck and um, pretty much was out of commission for a while as Daredevil. So everybody down in Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil wasn't around. They were doing whatever they want. Crime was going up. I'm sure no one had, you know, no one was seeing Daredevil. So there was nobody was scared to go out and, um, you know, do any acts of evil. They were just like, whatever. I haven't seen Daredevil. I'm going to go. Um, do what I want. I'm going to go rob a liquor store. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's basically him getting back into being Daredevil. He makes some mistakes and uh, somebody dies. And um, so then it's just uh, you see him, you know, dealing with that and trying to get back into um, the flow of being the Daredevil that um, he used to be, you know, just out there mm-hmm. helping people. And um, he uh, has a rough time, man, through this whole whole uh first volume yeah it's almost a little sad because 
you kind of got this guy who's been a superhero for so long. He doesn't know how to be beneficial in any other way. And he's sort of slowly coming to this realization that like he's not what he used to be. He can't fight like he used to. He doesn't heal as quickly as he used to. Um, Is he any good anymore? Like, you know, and and, and you you kind of feel bad for him because he's like, you're like, dude, dude, I was sad for him, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because think about it. I mean, with anything, uh, you know, that you do, there comes a point where you just got to be like, okay, I can't do that anymore. You know, yeah. rather it be, I, I mean, obviously we're <laughs> not superheroes, but like just in general, what? like it, it gets to a point where you're like, you know, like I like to run, you know, but there's going to be a point in time where I'm going to be like, dude, my knee hurts so bad. I, I just can't run anymore. And that's going to yeah. suck. And so I can't imagine like what he's going through at, you know, this stage of him being daredevil for so long. And, you know, he um, obviously was down and out getting hit by that truck. And now he's trying to come back from some massive injuries and um, just not the same dude. Yeah. Just really quick, though, be careful who you go around telling I'm not a superhero to, because as far as my kids know, (laughs) you are (laughs) a superhero. If my Father's Day gift is anything, I mean, they say I'm their favorite superhero. So just uh, be careful. You got to keep that under wraps. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So we got to we got to maintain this normal lifestyle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is just the Peter Parker version yeah. of my superhero. Yep. yep. But dude, I love that too. Kind of like how you were how you were mentioning there in the overview of that, like you know, Hell's Kitchen's kind of returned to just like you know, crime is up, stuff like that. And the way he's like going about it at first to like remind people that he's there, he's literally just putting the suit on and running around rooftops. And he's just like, look, it just takes four people seeing me. The word will get out. Yep. It'll spread. And then, you know, maybe that dude who's robbing the liquor store is going to quickly think, oh, man, but the devil's back. Yeah. He's just hopping rooftop to rooftop. And um, yeah, he just wants people to get a glimpse of him. And then they'll know like, uh oh, he's back. Yeah. And that kind of reminded me a little bit of... I, I don't remember if it was year one or Batman the night, but where Batman's his whole thing about having the just having the, presence. Yeah. And the lamp in the sky. Maybe that was even from the movie. Just no, this is from the movie where yeah. like that whole beginning is just, mm-hmm. I need to remind people I'm here that, you know, when they do something bad, step out of line, like Batman's here. So yeah, I had that same it, sort it, of vibe. It is it. from the movie because um, it's the scene where the dude's coming out of the subway and then there's like a dude like spray painting a wall and then he looks up and he sees the Batman symbol and he like, he like drops the spray can and then dips out running. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just knowing that he could be right there around the corner, you know, strikes fear in them and they're like, okay, I'm not going to do this. But since he's been gone so long, people just been running amok, you know? Yeah. So he kind of decides to take it a step further after, you know, running around on the roofs for a little bit. Um, And he gets into like his first little fight as he tries to save uh, or prevent a liquor store from being robbed just from three like normal everyday crooks. Yeah, it's just a petty robbery too. It's not even anything super crazy. (laughs) I know. And he, dude, he gets, I mean, he gets beat up. He gets tossed around for sure by just three randos. And I love it. He's like, man, I've taken, uh, I've took on Hulk. I've took on, you know, he lists all these like gnarly, you know, people he's taken on. And he's like, no, I can't even take on three street level crooks. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You definitely see his, you know, like rustiness and um, just the fact that he's, he's not the same dude he used to be, man. Yeah. 
I will say in issue one and kind of going throughout at least this first volume, I really liked um, that Zdarsky was leaning pretty heavily on Daredevil's like Catholicism and yeah. like his interaction with the priest early on. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the guidance that the the priest was giving him. I thought all that was added a dimension to Daredevil that uh, was pretty neat. Yeah, no, I did enjoy that. Um, I enjoyed that. And then, dude, to be honest, the artwork is just, I loved it. What do you think about the artwork so far as you're, you know, when you're first getting into it? Dude, I liked it like right away. But then when you get to like, I don't know what page this is. It's like page six or something, but it's this like full page daredevil. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, dude, this art is fantastic. Yeah. But the, the lighting and the, the stage setting for everything, like this, when they're on the street, and all that stuff, like, dude. Yeah. Just phenomenal work. Yeah, all the backgrounds I thought were rad. Like, you see, like, stuff in the background of, like, Mayor Fisk, like, vote for Fisk. No risk, I- vote Fisk. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, too. There was one scene where Daredevil's, like, in an alley fighting, and there's a brick wall behind him, and there's a poster of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Did you I see think, that yeah, one? I think that's in the alley when he's uh, talking to the that doctor. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I love about the art is kind of like when it does these like panels of how you would like how basically um, Daredevil perceives the world. Like how his senses kind of. Yeah. And so I thought that was pretty neat how he, you know, just kind of, well, I mean, obviously he doesn't see, but yeah, (laughs) from like, you know what I mean? Like his perspective or whatever, how he just takes everything in with all of his other senses. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Almost like a sonar. Yeah, I would say it's kind of sonar. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, even the way it's written, I heard like when I was reading Daredevil's parts, it sounded like the dude, I can't remember his name, but the actor from the show, dude, like, yeah, it almost like, like, did that, like, I was hearing him say the line. Every narrative bubble that he has in my head was definitely a different voice when I was reading the rest of the comic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. But I just I thought that was pretty cool. And um, what do you think? So it's kind of fascinating, right? Because the police, like the every I, the everyday officer, I, I don't know, just the normal police officers, not the like lieutenants or anything, are all kind of um, batting for Daredevil a little bit. Like you know, early on they don't want to name him. Like that dude's like, yeah, look, we're not real. Yeah. So mayor, so Fisk is on a mission. He's like set it up where like you see a ma- somebody in a mask, you throw him, you lock him away. Yeah. Well, yeah, before we get there, like so, Daredevil's out and about now. He's trying to get back into the groove of things, right? And he's stopping these guys from um, robbing the store. And um, I guess you know, spoilers alert if you don't want to hear this. You know, if you haven't read it, but he basically accidentally kills one of the dudes, right? Yeah. But he doesn't know that he did. No, it. he thinks he's being set up. Yeah, for sure. Because he's like, no, I don't think I did anything crazy to kill somebody. I just kind of beat him up, you know. But I guess yeah. one of the dudes had a gnarly head injury and ended up dying. Right. So, like you said, he's been doing this in the city for so long. A lot of the cops love him, you know, because they've he, he he's helped them. He's, like, he's saved yeah. somebody. Like he's always been there to um help that one dude yells out he's like he saved my uncle yeah like you know so a lot of the cops there like him but you get this new cop that rolls the town um he's like a detective cole north right and he's this big burly dude 
Love him. Gnarly dude. And he is like one of those cops that is, you can tell he's like by the book. And he wants to put Daredevil behind bars. He thinks he's a criminal, you know? Yeah, not only Daredevil, he wants to put Fisk behind bars too. Yeah, he doesn't like Fisk either. Yeah, he wants to. Yeah, he's like he wants to clean up the streets for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, like he, when they find out, you know, because I think they have some witnesses, and they're like, "Oh, it was Daredevil who did this." So now they're on the hunt to arrest Daredevil. And this gets to your point, like with the cops. Like a lot of the cops, they don't want to arrest him. They're like, "Dude, we love this dude." You know, low yeah. key, like he helps us out. Like he saved, he saved my uncle. You know. Yeah. And so, what what do you think of Cole North? Like, at first, I was a little like, um, obviously, he's a great character for the story. At first, I was a little annoyed, but then when I found out he wanted to take down Fisk too, I was like, oh, okay, this dude's cool. I'm all in on this guy. Yeah, but I thought he was just going to be like one dimensional, like I'm taking down superheroes. But no, he's just like a through and through. Yeah, like you said, like by the book wants to clean up the streets wants to restore the order um super fascinating dude and the scene of him like in the doing the boxing yeah yeah dude dude's huge and he's cool when you get like into his story and his like arc like i love reading his like narrative bubbles like what's going on in his head when he's doing stuff like he's like you know on the outside i'm not rattled at all but on the inside like you know, yeah. like I got to keep it cool. Like he, he keeps it. Um, he, he's pretty cool, dude. Especially when he goes and meets, uh, Fisk, Fisk in the, in, in the mayor office. And yeah. Cole is a huge dude. Like he towers over his partner already. And then Fisk gets up from his desk and you're like, dude, Cole is tiny compared to this guy, bro. <laughs> when, when Fisk puts his hand on Cole's shoulder, you're just like, dude, that's his whole body. Yeah, dude. It's crazy how big he is, man. But you know, and then, so, they're there to kind of rattle Fisk's cage like um with your old ties to Daredevil like did you have anything to do to do with any of this Daredevil stuff that's yeah, going on yeah and um the fascinating thing is is that his assistant Fisk's assistant comes up to him he's like hey so did you have anything to do with it and Fisk tells his assistant like look if I if I was to do anything to Daredevil like you'd be the first to know I'd be like really stoked about it yeah so the whole Fisk thing was super cool. And uh, yeah, dude, he's huge. But um, yeah, so you keep going and dude, like now that the word's out, you know, everybody's trying to find Daredevil. Like he's out there still trying to clean up the streets. He doesn't think he's like, there's no way I, you know, I, I killed this dude. He even goes, finds like a doctor that helped at the ER where these guys went. And the doctor's like, no way, man. Like you messed him up, dude. And um yeah, really quick, I was thinking for a point of cl- clarity, sorry to interrupt you, but no. from what I just said, if that didn't make a lot of sense, it was because Daredevil was pretty quick, like, so he finds out that that dude that he fought died, and he pretty quickly is like, hey, I'm being set up, and so he runs around and starts spreading the news, like, I didn't kill this dude, I'm being set up, blah, 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 and that's why Cole goes to Fist, like, hey, did you set Daredevil up? Like, are you responsible for this in any way? Yeah. And that's why his assistant asked him, like, hey, did you set up Daredevil? And Fist says no. Yeah. So that's kind of what was going on there. Sorry if I was a no, little No, no, I got you. Yeah, time. no, for sure. And it's crazy how um, they end up going back to the same crime scene at the same time, the detective. So so North shows up with his, with his partner and Daredevil shows up and um, just chaos, man. And... Um, Again, it shows you how Daredevil is still kind of like, I mean, North is obviously more equipped than the the three dudes 
you know, who were robbing the store, you know, like he, he knows how to handle himself. He, you know, he uh, knows how to shoot his firearm and everything. But um, you would think Daredevil would still be able to take him out. Dude. But he can't. He doesn't. He doesn't, man. He actually, you know, he gets beat up, gets shot. And um, yeah, that's one of my favorite, favorite um, cool panels, dude. Yeah, it's such a cool panel with Cole just standing over him. And he's like, dude, I got him. He's shot. And, uh, you know, I'm going to arrest him. And then, like, I didn't expect what happens next. Did you? No, that's a, such a cool part because Daredevil kind of gets into this bit about, like, he says, at first I didn't really understand what he was saying, but he says that he doesn't have a front. Like, how did he put it exactly? He's like, I don't have, like, um, he's just kind of saying, like, my radar sense doesn't point in a direction. So, like, if somebody's standing behind him, mm-hmm. He sees it's like it. he's looking right at him. Yeah, yeah. But nobody thinks about that. And so Cole's just standing over and pointing his gun. But Daredevil can see him like he's standing right in front of no him. No big so deal, yeah. swoops him down. And then this is when this arc took off for me. Big time. Like, got really good. Big time. Like, for me, it kind of started a little slow. And then right at this point is, like, I mean, it was still good, right? But then it just, from this point forward, it was so good. Yeah, because it was super cool to see Daredevil and Matt Murdock kind of figuring themselves out, seeing that struggle of a of a dude who's trying his best to get back into the shape he was before, who still really cares about his city. But what happens next, uh, I thought made it really more interesting because it opens up some of these moral dilemmas that we get to really dig into uh, with Daredevil and some of the people he's about to meet, dude. Yeah. Well, are you talking about when he uh, gets saved by the Punisher? Yep. Yeah, dude, that was crazy, man. And um, I-, I loved it. I loved the whole interaction with Punisher. Um, and dude, it, so, it, so it's just hard to, because you have, you know, we all know Punisher and what he, he does, you know, and then you have, daredevil which you know he's always pride took pride in not killing anybody you know that was his thing and now technically he killed somebody you know and so frank's like almost trying to just convince him like dude you're just a vigilante like i am yeah he's like trying to get him on his side yeah stop he's like are you done being a phony like stop stop this pretend uh hero business and come be a real vigilante with me. Dude, and Punisher is just the man, dude. Like like part of me dude. like with his like like you said the moral dilemma thing, like Frank has yeah, dude, like Frank has such good points, but then also Dare, you know, when Daredevil's talking to him, like he also has very valid points that you have to agree with. So it's a like yeah. a tug of war between the two. Like, what do you do? Yeah. You know? I know. I love how Zadarsky Zidar- does that to the reader. It's like we're watching them struggle, but now we're struggling. Yeah, with the moral dude. It dilemma. makes me think too, like, man, like I want to root for Punisher. And I, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm all about this vigilante stuff. But then like Daredevil's like, dude, like this guy has people that love him too. Like you just can't shoot this dude. And I'm like, all yeah. right, Daredevil has a very valid point. Like I, yeah. I guess his, I thought his point about like, Hey, if this guy's really working for this crime for Owley or like a, you know, mob sort of thing, like he bad circumstances have put him there. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just like, thank God for heroes who can sometimes bring us back to some sort of like a reasoned, point of view because yeah dude like if i was just listening to the punisher i'm like all right dude let's go yeah for sure dude 
But um, one thing I thought was rad, like after the whole interaction with um, Frank and, and, and Daredevil, um, I won't, I, I mean, I guess we can get into that, but I loved how when Daredevil left from when it, uh, Frank's like, I don't know, whatever you would call it. Like, it looks like he was in some basement. His bunker. Dude, he needed a shirt and he was just oh. took Punisher's shirt and was running around. Dude, I, I love that, dude. I thought that was rad. I literally cheered out loud when I saw him wearing that Heck shirt. Heck yeah. But really quick before we jump into that too much, did you think he took out Frank a little too easily? I mean, we're talking oh, the yeah. Punisher. You know, especially because he like he had trouble with three robbers. He had trouble with North and was shot. Dude. Exactly. And then now he's like strapped to this hospital bed and him and Frank start fighting and he kind of just is like he upper he gets the upper hand on Frank. Yeah, way, way too quick. I mean, unless unless um Frank I don't was think just Frank not was expecting it. Best. Yeah, I don't know. He could have yeah, I'm not sure, but I did think he um took him down a little a, too easy. Yeah. I I, I hope that uh we get Cause I want to keep, keep up with this. Yeah, uh, for sure. This, for sure. And I want, I hope that Frank comes back in a big way again, dude. I would love just a whole like series and where, yeah, cool would that yeah. be? I mean, just to yeah. see the moral dilemma and then them like, I don't know. I thought that it was really cool. Definitely a cool scene with him too. Dude, but like you were saying when he's, so he's just looking for a shirt. So he throws on the Punisher shirt and you got Daredevil rolling around with Punisher shirt on it. And it just seemed so awesome. Dude, I loved it so much. It, I thought it was rad. But it's hysterical, right? Because so he ends up running into the defenders when they save him the next round when he's getting beat up. Yeah. And they say to him like, dude, what's with the shirt, bro? <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny because it's like no big deal to him. He's like, I just needed a shirt. I know. They're like, what's with the Punisher cosplay? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't even know. But like, so Daredevil, he's just like running around basically still almost like trying to clear his name. And now, and then like once he finds out for sure, like he accidentally killed that guy, you know, then that weighs heavy on him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so then he, he still is like, rusty but now he's going out to try to like prove himself that he's still this good dude and like this hero guy right but he mm -hmm. gets way over his head with this owly guy and um they beat him up yeah he's again he puts himself in a situation where he's he needs to be saved yeah he's gonna get smoked and so the defenders roll in they help him out once again and um which leads to another fantastic interaction. Yeah, dude. Like, because here you are, you've got Daredevil who's finally come to terms and realized the truth of the fact that he killed that dude and hits weighing on him so heavily. And you've got the defenders sitting here trying to console him about it. Yeah. Like, dude, it happens. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn to pick yourself up and move on. Like it's, it's always an accident. You know, you don't mean it. Yeah. It's not like you intentionally but, killed this dude. Yeah. But dude, Matt freaks out, man. Yeah. What's he do? Yeah, they all, you know, basically tell him, like, you know, I remember my first time when that happened to me, you know, and he's like, what? Yeah. Like, wait a second, you guys are murderers? <laughs> and it's not like he's a murderer. It's not like he intentionally murdered some dude, you know, like, it was accidental. Well, 
I mean, I mean, do you think he loves violence that much? Kind of like what the priest was saying in, in some of these flashbacks? Well, he's flashbacks? losing himself a little bit to it. Like, he's he needs it so much. His identity's so wrapped up in it. This is the sad thing about Matt right now, right? Is it's like, he doesn't know who he is if he's not out there, like, beating people up. And that I like how it flashes back how you were uh, talking about how, like, his Catholic upbringing, right? And, like, one of the scenes, like, the, the priest was like, you know, it's one thing to be a hero and, like, have to use violence but it's another thing to like seek after violence kind of thing you know and so that's what like and that's even what frank was saying like dude you like this kind of stuff because you know frank was following around like you don't do this just to help people like you like the violence bro like Mm -hmm. come on you're a vigilante like me and he's trying to like convince himself he's like no i'm just a good hero you know yeah but he kind of freaks out with the defenders that's for sure Dude, I just love that scene where he like, and he just bails on him. Yeah, he bounces. Yeah. He's like, he can't handle it. He's like, "You're murderers? No, this is not good. I'm gone." Yeah, and uh, really quick that flashback scene with the, I don't know if it's necessarily a flashback scene. It must be right because he's wearing some sort of old school uniform. Yeah, here, right. Th- it is. I think it is. Yep. And uh, so that was cool. And um, anyways, dude, it kind of ends on just a fantastic ending yeah because he so he dips he he he's like i'm not hanging out with these murderers you know he takes off goes back to <laughs> his place he's murderers yeah and he's still having this moral moral dilemma you know he's like you know i'm he's going back to the house and then of course he senses someone's in, in his house he's like who's this person you know and um it's uh it's spider-man dude i love the way when he's in sonar mode and he's sensing somebody's in the room the way he describes Spider-Man, and I'm going to read it just because I freaking Dude, loved it so, so much. Yeah, And he's like, uh, he senses somebody and he's like, there's a heartbeat, a strong one. I can almost hear his muscles tighten, coiled with incredible strength and control. He's pure power and doesn't even know it. The best of us. Yeah. Like, what a cool way to describe Spider-Man. And it made me really want to see this Spider-Man. Like, just not the silly what we get in the MCU. Just this pure, powerful, head on his shoulders, takes being a superhero very seriously. It's like a mature Spider-Man. Yeah, I need it. Dude. If you're listening and you know a run for me to get into that's like this, please tell me. Because I I was, like, pumped on Spider-Man after just reading Daredevil describe him this way. Big time. And it's, like, a a definitely a mature seasoned Spider-Man. Like you said, he takes being a hero, like, super serious. And this is basically where he tells, you know, Daredevil, like, bro, you got to hang it up, my man. There comes a point in time where you have to hang it up. And he even says, he's like, when I get to that point, I hope I have someone that tells me, like, enough's enough. Like, pass the torch to the next, you know whoever to miles to miles morales <laughs> but yeah dude um i loved it man like dude and the way he's just like so is point blank with matt like he's just like he's like well to daredevil he doesn't know he's matt i guess he's like you're a mess you're in trouble and you're on a suicide mission and i'm here to tell you you're done yeah like i just freaking loved it dude and so uh daredevil he knows he's right yeah he's been he's known it for this whole entire volume i think and so he yeah i I, I think he has and just didn't want to admit it for sure yeah and so he just gives spider-man his mask and spider-man bounces and then you've got uh you know 
Matt sitting there, tears on his eyes on a on a couch, dude, just realizing he's not going to be able to to be Daredevil anymore. Is what it seems like, at least right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, definitely a, a fun read for me. I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, it hit everything I wanted to hit. You know, everything I wanted it to do. The art was great. Um, so the funny thing is, and and. I read so when we ended the last week's episode, I read the first issue of this on Marvel Unlimited, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I, I felt like let down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then for some reason, when I picked up the trade to read it all the way through, like the first issue wasn't even as boring as I thought it was. Like it wasn't as good as the rest of of this, uh, the you know two through five, but. It was just, it was good, dude. That's funny. I had the same exact thoughts. Like I read issue one and I was like, okay, that was cool. But like, I don't know, because I had high expectations for it. But then right when you get into issue two, like it just took off and just got better and better and better and ended on a great note for sure. Yeah. Because once uh, Chip brought in some of the, 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 uh, the other characters like Fisk and Cole and, um, you know, the defenders and Spider-Man and the Punisher. When the Punisher came in, that's when I was really like, Oh, oh yeah. 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 Um, and that whole interaction, I loved it, man. And, and seeing, seeing what Chip did here and then thinking about what he did for Batman and Batman the night, like he's really good at telling this kind of story. Oh yeah. Big time. And, uh, that, that struggle, that push, that pull, that moral dilemma. Like I love that, that, that story for superheroes. I mean, mm-hmm. I love it. And it did remind me, like as I was reading through this, it did remind me a lot of like Batman stuff that we were going through for sure. Yeah. But that also made me excited about more Daredevil. Like if he does tap into what I like about Batman, like I could be really stoked to get into to a big Daredevil run. Yeah, this for sure. Um, I, I definitely want to continue with this and get the other trades. Um, it, it was great. I, I loved it. I think there's a total of like 37 issues. So I don't know how many trades that is put into. Maybe like uh, I think seven. I think seven, seven trades. trades. Yeah. But um, overall, dude, I, I enjoyed it, man. The artwork was great through and through. Like uh, I think some of my favorite se- um, panels was when he was fighting um, – the the Owsley gang yeah. and he was like getting dragged through the street with that ch- chain and that dude in armor. I can't even remember what his name was. Did he even, did they even say his name in there? I can't remember. I think they did, but that whole fight scene with that dude was pretty, cur- was pretty cool. Yeah, dude. He's just getting drugged and um, like he's on top of him with, and you, you see his, his, his Punisher shirt still on, dude. I just thought that whole, whole scene, the paneling was awesome. So, um, yeah, dude, I, I loved it. It was, it was fun for sure. Yeah, man. So rating and recommendation, dude, what are you thinking? Um, definitely would recommend this to anyone. Like, um, you can pick this one up and read it. You don't really need, um, you know, I don't think you really need any, any backstory. There's really not much to it. I don't think, you know? Yeah. I mean, they did explain that he's kind of, the only thing I think is that it was good to know that in the pre, like where this is picking up is that he was hit by a truck, but they, I mean, they get into it, Yeah. but it was nice to know that up front yeah. to kind of know like what he's going through. 
And so, um, yeah, definitely pick this one up. Like I said, anybody could read it. And um, as far as, dude, if I were to give this a rating, man, I think I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it four and a half on, on writing and, and four and a half on the art. I thought the art was incredible. So I'll, I'll give it a solid nine for me. It was, it was good. Right on, dude. What about you? What do you think? What are you thinking on this on this uh, first volume? Dude, well, I mean, it's got me really wanting to read more. So that's a that's a really great sign. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, really wanting to see. Th- I love the street level Marvel stuff uh, a lot. Like, um, you know, Daredevil, The Defenders, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, all those Netflix shows were super cool. And I think anybody who's enjoyed any of the like Batman year one or stuff like that's going to really enjoy this. Anybody looking to pick up a, uh, a superhero at a jumping on point, this is a great jumping on point. Yeah. Like you get uh, a, I would agree. You pick it up right in a, in a cool spot of Daredevil's life. And, uh, Chip's just the man at writing these beginning stories, dude. And I think he's gonna, you're going to get wrapped into it. The art was fantastic. Um, Chetto just did an amazing job and uh i think there's just a lot of cool moral stuff going on here that's interesting that's gonna pick your brain make you think and uh if you're a fan of the punisher you're also gonna want to pick this up (laughs) because it's just always cool to see the punisher yeah and um i think if i was gonna give it a rating i'd I'd probably um man it's a hard one dude sometimes really getting nitty-gritty on the uh, rating on a marvel books I feel a little bit silly, but uh, I guess if I had to, I'd give it eight and a half. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty. I like it. I'm going to give, I I really, really like the story. I thought the art, you know, was probably a little bit higher for my rank. I'd probably give the art a four and a half and the the story a four, but um, it was really good. Yeah, dude, we're going to have to pick up the second volume of this and keep going with it because I I liked it, man. I want to see... I want to see what he's going to do now because now he doesn't want to, you know, he's going to hang it up, but obviously he's got to still do something, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so it'll be cool to see what they do from here. Yeah. And it'll be cool to see Spider-Man get mad at him. Like, dude, I told you to hang up your cleats, bro. (laughs) For sure. I I love Spider-Man at the end, dude. That was, I thought that was one of my favorite parts too. Yeah. That was cool. So that gets a really high recommendation from us here at the CBL. Definitely pick it up. If you have Marvel Unlimited, they're all on there. So you can read it there and uh, enjoy yourself some Daredevil. Yeah. If you guys read this, definitely uh, head over to our Discord. Let us know what you thought. And um, love to hear from you for sure. Okay. Join the conversation with us over there, man. Yeah. Just stoked to check comic books. Yeah, definitely. But um, anyways, dude, what are you looking forward to coming out next week? Dude, things that really catch my eye that are coming out next week, I'm kind of excited to see what's going on with Berserker 9. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a little bit of a hiatus here from 8 to 9. It feels like we've waited a while. Uh, So I'm really stoked to see where we go. Uh, 9, 10, 11. So we've got... I think there's, what, 12? Four more issues. Yeah. So this is it. This is the final arc, dude. They've got to really bring it home. They better end it on a freaking bang, man. For all the hype that Keanu got for this, I know. it better ended in a massive way. And then um, Registers for Vengeance 9, uh, 8 Billion Genies 2. Gosh, finally, man. That got pushed back. I've been waiting for that yeah. forever. I wonder what happened. 
so I was talking to my buddy at the at my comic book shop here, and he was saying there was a printing error, mm-hmm. like a big printing error. So I had to go back to print. Eek! That's not good. I wonder how many issues they printed out with an error on it. I know. So I think all of them ended up with a printing Oof. error. That's why they had to. And imagine with like um, the paper shortages that I've heard about. Like that's that stinks. That's rough. What's the furthest place from here? Seven. And then, uh, dude, I got another uh, little Chip Zdarsky one that's got got me interested, man. Yeah, I did see that. At, um, what's it called? The Domain? Public Domain. Yeah, Public Domain. That's what it is. Yeah, I saw that as well. Interesting. So that's on my radar. I'll probably grab that too. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out. Um, besides that, there's um, Naughty List 3 is coming out. Um, Star Wars Obi Wan issue two is coming out. I couldn't even find issue one, like because the show's out. Like issue one was sold out everywhere. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, maybe they'll do a reprint or something. And I'll be able to pick it up. Um. What else is coming out? Oh, um, We Ride Titans. I think issue five with the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we mention what's the furthest place from here? I think you did. Seven? I thought you yeah. put that in there. We got some good trades and hardcovers coming out too. Oh yeah, isn't uh, Last Ronin coming out? Hope I think so. Unless it gets pushed back, that's uh, what League of Comic Geeks says is next week. Very nice, dude. What else? What else is in trades is coming out? We got Orphan and the Five Beasts, which got oh, pushed from last week to this too, week too. Yeah. So but there's a few Ronin. that got pushed back. Like I think Cities of Magic didn't that get pushed back as well? Oh yeah, Issue that's right. Two. Cities of Magic two. Yeah, there was a few that got pushed back, which was wild. It wasn't just that was crazy. Should be a good week though. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming out. Um, let us know what you guys are looking forward to coming out next week, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Heck yeah! Oh, one other thing, dude, to mention really quick before we bounce on this episode, you brought this to my attention first, actually. Chris Condon, mm, uh, yeah, yeah, that Texas blood fame uh, has a new short. Uh, series mini series. I think it's gonna just be collected in one like forty eight page, um, like a kind of like an OGN or something. Mm-hmm. But called uh, Hell is a Square Circle, and it's this like wrestling noir. It's another story yeah, another wrestling super story. cool. Yeah, dude. When I seen he was doing that, I was stoked. I was like, I'm gonna be. You know, I picked that was like really right after I picked up Do a Power Bomb, and I was like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick this one up too, man, and get on a little wrestling binge. Yeah, dude. So that should be fun. I mean, I love his work. So yeah, I'm interested to see what he's gonna do there. That's gonna it's gonna be cool. I think. Well, right on, dude. That was a fun one to get into with you, man. Um, what do we got going on next week over here in the lair, dude? Next week we're gonna be hanging in the lair, man. Just chit chatting all things comic books and shows and news and just getting a chance to hang out and you know work through the stack. Yeah, buddy. So I'm excited to. Uh, Excited to get into that, man. Yeah, me too, for sure. But how can people follow along, keep up with what we're doing, maybe join in the conversation, anything like that with us? Yeah, definitely subscribe to our show. Um, leave us a review. We'd really love that. We'd really love to hear from you guys and um, refer us to a friend. Get the word out there about the lair. And um, we love to um, just grow this community more. Uh, check us out over on our Instagram. Uh, that's where we're dropping all of our um, stuff we're getting into and um, you can find out when episodes are coming out and um, head over to our discord and join the conversation over there. We chat everything, comic shows, um, let us know what you're reading, send us some recommendations and um, yeah, just in general, we'd love to hear from you guys. Okay. Yeah, and just as a reminder, remember, check out coffee and a comic.com. 
and use our uh, discount coupon code, all caps, comic book lair. Save yourself 15%. Yeah, can't so, beat it. Heck yeah. All right. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>